Recently, someone close to me said this in a moment of quiet reflection. Sometimes you just got to slow down to count your blessings. And I thought to myself, wow, he's got it all wrong. The truth is that we ought to constantly be in the flow and appreciation of our blessings and only, only rarely slow down to compassionately acknowledge our hardships. Similar to my friend, for many of us, our default is to look for what's missing. Look, my profession places me at the epicenter of this truth. People don't come to coaching or therapy because they're satisfied with what they already have, but they should. Let me tell you why. When we seek to create more from an existing place of abundance and appreciation, we reach our goals more easily and quickly. I'm unsure why it works this way, but I've seen it repeatedly. People whose default is gratitude create more to be grateful for. And those whose default is to focus on problems create more problems to focus on. This is an impossible, even, even a cruel truth to share with someone dealing with hardship, but it's true. It's also easier said than done, but it can be done. And the best way to do it is through a practice that has become such a cliche, and that's keeping a gratitude journal. Look, cliches become popular because they are generally accurate. I started noting the things I'm grateful for about 15 years ago when I heard Oprah advocate passionately for the benefits of this practice and share the shifts uh, that it created in her own life and it creates in her own life. Over the years, the format of my practice has evolved. Sometimes I begin my day by writing in a stream of consciousness style in a journal. Um, sometimes I write three things I'm grateful for at bedtime on one of the many blank index cards I keep beside my bed. Sometimes I come to a dead stop during a trail run and yell my gratefulness out loud. And by, this might be my kid's least favorite behavior of mine. Definitely the most embarrassing. Um, behavior of mine. But the mother of all gratitude practices is service. Find someone committed to serving another human being or a worthy cause or a meaningful mission, and you'll find someone naturally and easily filled with gratitude. Being in service is the wormhole to accessing radical gratitude. You can't raise money for, for the less fortunate and not be grateful for all you have. You can't coach professionally and not be grateful for the formidable power of the human spirit. You can't be committed, in my case, to the continued existence of Jewish people and not be grateful to live in a country that, however flawed, does not condone religious persecution, like the one I come from or the one I was born in. Gratitude is also a cure for perfection. A commitment to staying in gratitude at all costs turns us into people who appreciate what is rather than what should be. Perfectionism is not the friend that has us striving to do better. It's the enemy that keeps us in a perpetual state of discontent. This is why wholehearted gratitude and perfection cannot occupy the same space in our hearts and minds. 
because they are conflicting values, one has to go. And sadly, it's usually gratitude. Instead, I'm asking you to evict perfection by turning gratitude into a practice. Turning gratitude into a daily, often moment by moment, practice has changed me. It's changed my physical chemistry. It's changed who I have become. I have my share of hardships like everyone else, but my experience of my life is that of ease. I don't mean easy here, ease. And a general sense of aliveness. I am primarily in appreciation and awe, and sometimes, briefly, in complaint. The life-enhancing reversal, this life-enhancing reversal, is what I help my clients create in their own lives. You see, we have it upside down when focused on our problems. Because if we're still breathing, seeing, tasting, walking, talking, laughing, and loving, we are astonishingly fortunate. And if we have a home, food, clean water, family, and friends, we are blessed beyond measure. If everything is not going perfectly, it was, it was never meant to. But focusing on our blessings can make those not so perfect things a side note rather than the story of our lives. So tell me, what will your story be this year? It's more in your hands than you know.